banquet of books. Today is the 11th of December. Um, my birthday is the 14th. So. Oh, <laughs> Happy birthday. Your own birthday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Happy I'm birthday. Gonna be eight, thank you. I'm going to be 83 and proud oh. of it. Congratulations. Oh, I know that was coming out. <laughs> you mean 38. There you go. No, that is awesome. No, wow. I am, I am very proud that I reached the age of 83. Yes. I, yes. I've read a lot of books and I've I've done a lot of things in my life. Excuse me, but um sorry about that. Oh, okay, Alan. If it's you, it's okay. Oh, no, it's, uh, well, I, I I moved my mouse and my computer started talking, so sorry about that. It would be hard for Alan to mute. So. Yes. <laughs> All right, Liz. I'm yeah. going to remember that. Okay. <laughs> I was I was on your side. <laughs> okay. It's true words were never spoken. So. Yes. <laughs> well, congratulations, Joni. That's awesome. Yeah, indeed. Yes. Thank yes. you. Happy birthday. Just don't take any helicopter rides. No. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> We have, we have 13 here now. Lucky 13, Johnny. Stephen Stephen Dubird's joining us. So uh, there we go. Oh, good. Hi, Steve. I'm glad Hi. that everybody's here. Um, uh, I will let, uh, I will ask Alan to uh, sort of run the meeting today. Um, I will be first because I didn't write anything down and I got to remember this book. Because I, um, okay, the book that I did I explain everything to everybody? You did. Yeah, I got yes. A little, yes. Yes. Okay. That's a good thing. I can always blame it on my age. Okay, so the book that I read uh, for banquet was *The Impossible Fortress* by Jason Reculak. Well, people that know me that recommended, I recommended Hidden Pictures. Mm. I just love this author. He is so fantastic. His name is Jason R-E-K-U-L-H-K. I think the book number, well, I think I remember correctly, 27317. And this is about, this is, this takes place in the year 1987. And the main character is 14. And it is so well written. And I remember that time very much because uh, my son, son was a few years older than that, but I remember 14-year-olds and how they unwittingly, how they didn't think before they acted, how they got themselves into trouble. And that's what this book is. And it is so good. It's seven hours and 40 minutes. I didn't want it to end. It is this guy has such a writing style that you don't want to put his books down. And I got that feeling um, when I read Hidden Pictures and when I read this. So, um, okay. Um, this is, I just have one book this time. And I'm, oh. I'm hearing... Stuff in the background. That's a chair squeaking, it sounds like. Joni, was this a funny book or was it like a mystery? It's kind of, um, it's very funny. Mm -hmm. And then in some ways it's very sad. But um, it all works out well. But okay. you're on tenterhooks when you're reading it. because. Okay. What, what's going to happen to these kids? They're just doing outrageous things. And, but it's so good. And it's, it's serious. 
and it's funny, and you could cry. Aww. It covers every emotion. I okay, loved great. it. Great. Okay, Outstanding. so Ellen. So I'll, I'll call on folks then, if that's okay with you, boss. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. But, All right. Liz Lindsay. Oh, great. Thanks. Um, okay. I have two books today. The first is an older book. Um, and I was inspired to read it because this time of year, one of my favorite things, short stories to read is the Santa land diaries by David Sedaris <laughs> about, uh, I, I just love the crumpet, mm. the elf thing. It's just wonderful. So the name of the book um, that that, that particular piece is listed in is holidays on ice. And it's DB number is 68134. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 68134, I believe. Okay, and I, I just have to cautious, if you're not familiar with David Sedaris, he's really snarky and his humor can be a bit dark. Um, but if you're a little on the perverted side like I am, it's a good read. <laughs> not good. every <laughs> not every story is the same, but they're all holiday themed, but they're they're just um like if you're not familiar with Santa Land Diaries, that is my all-time favorite. And it basically chronicles um the experience of a young actor wannabe just arriving in New York City. Um the process of him looking for a job, the process of him applying for the job at Macy's, and then his his experience during training and then actually on the job. And it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. that's my, that's the, my first. Yeah. Does Sedaris yeah. narrate it or not? Yes, he does. Oh, at he least, does? It, yeah, I don't know. See, I have the audible version. I didn't check to see if the Bard version is um, I, I expect commercial. Yeah, I bet it's not. I bet I bet he doesn't narrate that one on bar. Liz, but, uh, how do you uh, spell the last name? That sounds oh, like something I'm I like. don't know. Oh, okay, no problem. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I can ask my Echo, my Amazon See, Echo. I'll ask her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this, thank you. The, okay, the second book is one that I am almost finished with reading right now. It is not yet on bar, though it is in process, and it does have a DB number. The name of the book is Killers of a Certain Age. And it's about um, it, it. Its current timeline, you know, is today, but but then it, they flash back forty years ago when these four mm-hmm. women were recruited out of college um, to basically be hired assassins, and they they get jobs. They their their specialty is is seeking out people who did a tremendous amount of job. Um, harm during you know they were nazis or they were nazi sympathizers or they helped to traffic in stolen artwork that you know was taken from jewish people um and so that these women they work for an organization they don't name the organization they just call it the museum um and so they've discovered in the current day that they're all getting ready to retire okay so they're all given um you know, their retirement gift was a free cruise. Well, while on this cruise, they discovered that basically was somebody was going to try to kill them all at the same time and take the cruise ship out with them. So they foiled that effort. And then the rest of the book is they're, they're looking for who did this, who put this kind of contract out. It's an inside thing. Uh, and then they go about um, taking care of these people. It's, I was thinking about the possibility of a mystery club, but the, the, there's not a lot of, it's not a strong mystery. I mean, you know, they're looking for who did this and such, but it, I, I don't know that I'll take it for a mystery club, but it's a very good read. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Um, you know, I, I just love the whole concept of these are 60 years, 60 something year old women. They are still very strong, very capable, very clever and creative in how they take some people out. That's, that's one of the things I'm enjoying. <laughs> it's like, hi, huh, never thought about that, you know? <laughs> But so they're very creative in how they do it. Um, but they're not, um, it's, it, I, I will tell you, it is not a gruesome murder book. You know, they'll tell you, they'll say things like, you know, she slit his carotid artery, arteries and blood, you know, flowed out of him like a, a fountain or whatever. But it doesn't, it's not gruesome. 
Okay. Um, it's not a cozy, but it's not gruesome. It's somewhere in between. It's funny. It's adventurous. It's it's. I, I like it. I'm high, highly recommending. The um, author for that is uh, Deanna. Um, let me get the. Okay, um, Rayborn. R A Y B O U R N. And the DB number when it comes on Bard is one one zero zero seven six. And Thank you. Excellent. Sounds good. And, and mm-hmm. Sedaris is spelled S E D A R I S. Okay. Thank you, like Alan. I'm going to look these yeah. up because it sounds yeah, good. Yeah, and and David's oh, spelled for the regular way. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. When, when he sings "Away in a Manger," Billy. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. Away in a manger. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, you gotta love Crumpet the Elf. Okay, I let's think my see. favorite line is when when the woman is saying, "I'm going to have you fired." And he looks at her because I wanted to say, "I'm going to have you killed." <laughs> it is so funny. Which line is the like the line of the women's restroom? It's the line with all the women in it. Yeah, right. so, it's got some funny stuff in it. It's hilarious. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Sherry Wells. Well, first, I want to say that it, they used to play the Sandland Diaries on NPR every year, either on All Things Considered and or This American Life, maybe both. Yeah. So um, I don't they know. Probably if, will this year, too. Yeah, it's I don't usually know around the, Christmas Eve or something yeah, like that. Or, I don't know if the Echo would play it because it has been on NPR. So mm-hmm. I might pause and try it during this and f- let you guys oh, know because yeah. that would be nice because if there's no point in reading it if it's not narrated by david sedaris oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. his exactly. intonations and tone of voice just add everything right exactly <laughs> she does have mpr sherry because mine um mine right. will ask me if i want news from mpr exactly but I don't know. Oh, yeah. too. i just well, don't can... know if this okay because it was a special one-time program i don't know well but... it might be available okay, sure. on amazon music or yeah it might be yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, my books, I have two. And first, I want to say thank you, Joni. Several months ago, you recommended Dear Sparkle by Sparkle the Cat. Oh, yeah. And it oh, is yeah. a wonderful book. It's on Bookshare. And it's about a it, it's a cat advice columnist with cats writing in. And since Joni already covered it, I'll just mention one letter was a cat complaining that her human has a pet snake who gets yummy mice for his meals, but I only get cat food. <laughs> and just stuff like that that's very funny. And if you have cats, you can identify with almost all of it. Um, my other serious book is called Daughter, and that's a one-word title, just Daughter, and it's by Kate McLaughlin. And the DB number is, um, I have it here, 107957. I'll repeat that at the end. Um, It's about a 17-year-old girl who is being raised by a single mom, and she thinks her dad took off when she was a baby, and all of a sudden, um, the FBI shows up. It turns out her dad was a most notorious serial killer in the United States, and he is dying of pancreatic cancer, and her mom took her and ran off during the trial and never told her this but her dad now wants to see her and says that he has a bunch more victims that he will identify but only to his daughter so she's torn and she feels like she wants to help potential families that have girls missing that he might have killed so she agrees to go see him and i will say that there are no graphic descriptions of what the serial killer did to his victims or how he killed them the book is focused on the daughter, how her high school friends react when the news leaks out. There are people that think the mother was actually involved and helped him. But the most interesting part is when she is talking to her father, because you can cut the tension with a knife. He is trying to play her and she is really holding her own against him. And the FBI is very supportive. They're right outside the door there. Anytime she wants to leave and quit talking, that's fine. And she gets to know the FBI family who were quite supportive of her mom back during the trial. And that's a nice just friendship, too. And it's really a good book. I thought it was just excellent. And again, it's called Daughter, and it's by Kate McLaughlin, and it's DB107957. And that's all I have. Very good. Oh, I want to read that. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it sounds good. good. Okay, let's see. Gina Russo, the new person. 
Yes, hi everyone. <clears throat> um, Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm just getting over um, uh, being sick, so sometimes I cough <clears throat> when I talk um, too much. Or <laughs> so if, if I uh, forgive me if I have to stop and cough. That's but, okay. Um, Several of us are there. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> We're going around. We'll so, yeah, cough along my... with you. We'll cough along okay. with you. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Mis misery likes company. Right? Yes. Yes. So. But uh, as I said, this is my first time here, so I, I thought it was um, nice to, that, um, to hear what other people are reading or have read. I, I actually host two book clubs as a part of my job, um, So, but um, I let the members pick the book, so I don't always read the books I, I want to read, but, but I like that. I like, you know, it, it, reading things that maybe I wouldn't normally read. <clears throat> but this book um, that we read, um, discussed this month, was a book that I recommended, um, because I saw an interview, it, and it's called Where the Children Take Us, How One Family Achieved the Unimaginable. And I believe the DB number is 108928. And the author is Zane, period Asher, A-S-H-E-R. <clears throat> so, um, Zane um, Asher is a, um, a CNN uh, correspondent uh, now, and she wrote a book about her um, family story coming from Nigeria. Um, so her, she, um, a lot of it's about her parents, her father, Rinza, and her, her mother, I think it's pronounced Obajudu or something, Obaju. <laughs> and, um, and so now, she talks about how she was raised in Nigeria and how, how the, um, you know, she got her education and their, a lot of their um, customs and their values and their journey to London. Her father went into medical school and um, her mom, her mother started uh, um, a pharmacy, got a pharmacist um, degree. And, um, but at some point there's an accident, there's a car crash, the father and the son went on a um, kind of a father bonding trip and there was a terrible accident and she got, a, um, the mother got a call that one of them did not make it, but they didn't know which one. So the mother, you know, it kind of talks about what she went through. She didn't know. Then she finds out. I don't know if we're supposed to spoil the story in case you guys want to read it. I don't want to um, spoil anything or do you, do you kind of talk about the whole plot or? No, I'd say no. Spoilers. no. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's Not in what, this group. That's, <laughs> that's, that's why I'm trying, trying to like skirt around things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Give you an idea that you learn about um, their life in Nigeria, um, mm. how different it is um, in their um, education um, in some ways, I think it's, it's a lot better. <laughs> so the, um, the, um, like, for example, they believe in kind of learning before you need to learn. So kind of learning yeah. ahead of time, you know, the, the, um, there's a big push for them to, um, to really study, study, ahead, study as much as possible. And because of it, you know, Zane and her siblings all did really well. Her, her ended up working for CNN and her brother becomes a you know famous actor, but she, you know she says that they they give this in the annotation and you know the description of the book, so that's not something that's something you'd get anyway when you when you um when you listen to the Library of Congress annotation. Mm -hmm. So, but um. Well, so, thank you, Gina. Yeah, thank so you very it, much. It's a touching. Yeah. It's a very touching book. I I actually like was emotional at the end. Um, at the very end, you realize why she calls it Where the Children Take Us. So, and then I have a second book um, that I haven't finished reading. I just want to mention it. I don't know if anyone else has read the, um, the book. It's called The Dutch House by Ann Patchett. Um, and it's actually narrated by the actor Tom Hanks. Oh. Um, yeah, so, and it's it all happens in this, um, around this house they call the Dutch House. <laughs> and the only reason it, it's, um, the, it's a regular house, but the people who lived in it were Dutch. So that's how it, it got the name. And um, so it's, it's a story of a family. Um, and uh, I haven't finished it yet, but it's, um, 
you know, it's mainly focuses with a, a, a brother and a sister. Um, the mother has gone. We don't know where. And um, the father is, is kind of distant from his kids and he remarries and, and some things happen with the new, the new wife. And uh, um, it's just about their story. So anyway, I'm still reading it, but I, I'm, I'm really liking it. And actually my husband is, is also blind. He's also listening to it with me. Um, we listen to some audiobooks together. Um, not all our books, because he kind of has different interests than I do. Um, so, but well, anyway, I, I hope the Dutch House grabs you more than it grabbed me, because I, I couldn't I couldn't finish it. So, uh, oh really? But, well, well, that's yeah. me. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, had or, I, I, mean, I had real high expectations for because I heard a lot of people talking about it. I thought, oh, Tom Hanks narrating it. I, I started right. reading. I thought. Oh. Hey man, this just ain't doing it for me. So, uh, so that's right. it. But, hey. I, I force myself to finish books, even if I can't stand them. But like right. I, with the, um, right. I that yeah. with the life of Pi, I just did not yeah. like that book, and I but I pushed Ooh. myself to, and then it right. made the end, and I was glad that I I finished it because because it made no sense until the very very end. Right, so, right. But sometimes even yeah. at the end, there's there's nothing redeeming about it. It's like ah, oh, that's a waste of my life, <laughs> my time. <laughs> Uh, thank okay. Alan so much. Alan, we, before you call on somebody else, I just want to say really quickly, I just tried Alexa with Santa Land Diaries and it, she can't find it. So uh, you, you might okay. have to Google This American Life, Santa Land <laughs> yeah. Diaries or something. And I looked right. up the book and unfortunately it's not Holidays on Ice. It's not narrated by David Sedaris. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, so I look elsewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Thanks for the update. Okay. Hey, just, Trail. For, just, just for reference, Gina, because it is your first time. Um, we try to make the um, the comments pretty short because we always have so many people that come into banquet. We want to give everybody a chance. Okay. So thank you so much and welcome. I'm glad that welcome. you're here. Okay, thanks. Okay, Janet Latrell. Okay. My book is called Life and Death in Kolofata, an American Doctor in Africa, by Ellen Einters, E-I-N-T-E-R-Z. The book number is DDC13597. And I think I will say from the beginning, I thought that the NLS narrator was really pretty awful. He was a volunteer, and you could tell. So I ended up reading a lot of it on Bookshare, partly in Braille and partly in Voice Dream Reader. So uh, I took all kinds of effort to read this book, but it was worth it. Uh, so this lady, Ellen Einters, is in the Peace Corps. And while she's there, she decides that she wants to go back and be, uh, get her uh, medical degree and go back to Africa and work where nobody else wants to go. So she finds out that nobody wanted to go to Kalafata in Cameroon. It's a very poor area, even by African standards. And she ends up going there. She spends about 24 years there. She talks an awful lot about her patients and you get all kinds of things, everything from snake bites to uh, difficult pregnancies. The, it's a, mostly an Islamic area and the, uh, most of the people there live in compounds and many of the men don't want women to leave their compounds. So much of the time they don't come for help until it has gotten to be very serious. She talks about the living conditions. One of the things that struck me was the lack of water and how they had to do things like wash their clothes and rinse them part way and then rinse them the rest of the way in the rain. So anyway, it was a, a good book. And again, it was DBC 13597. And that's it. Thank you, Janet. That sounds very good. I want to read that. <clears throat> Just not with the bar narrator. One one quick interjection here. You can YouTube Santa Land Diaries. Great. So yeah. Oh it's well wow. worth it. YouTube. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You can do what? YouTube. You can get it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Just go to YouTube and type in Sandland okay. Diaries. You can't do it on YouTube. And, yeah, I'll love it. Right. Okay, next. You know, we forgot to ask if there was anybody that needed to leave early um, that wants to speak. Is there anybody that is wanting to leave earlier? Oh, hang in. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Okay, Stephen the Burge. Oh, oh. Um, I apologize if I mispronounce. How do you pronounce uh, your last name? Are you in, that that works? Tebers, would you put the accent? But um, Tebers. Now, now I'm losing my uh, train of thought here. Um, I read um, the bookstore on the beach. One zero three. Brenda Novak. I don't know if it's K or CK. Um, I. When I read the description in this book club and they picked this book, I was like, oh, this is going to be smoshy. But a woman's husband disappears and she apparently was kidnapped and raped and had a daughter. And then you go down to the grandchildren who gets pregnant out of wedlock and she's a lesbian. And it just it's like a soap opera. But I swear to God, I couldn't put it down. And Joni, I was thinking of you. It was like a dateline story because there was a scene where the grandmother in the she's the grandmother meets the kidnapper and I was like I'm not a violent person but it's like I want you to kick her ass um, but I'm not going to say much about that but it was a really good good um, dramatic the very well written and you just couldn't guess it the, well I I kind of guessed the ending but because this woman's husband. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it. I, I guess I could say Ukraine. Okay, I'll, I can say a little bit. He was captured, and but nobody knows where he is. And so she's like, it's two years out, and she meets somebody else, and they fall in love. And it's, it's just like a soap opera drama. But I really enjoyed it because the characters and the kids and the grandkids. And um, no, I lost, lost my train of thought again, but... I just, I just thought when I read about, when I read the description on Bard and they picked up in the book club, I was like, oh God, this is going to be awful. But it was really good. <laughs> Some, so sometimes it's the reverse. Like sometimes you have books that are really like, oh, this is great. And it's not, but this was like kind of, um, so it's one zero three two four one, And I, I thought it was one of the most dramatic books I've read in a while, you know, just as far as like, I couldn't, it was 12 hours, but it was like, Oh, cool. This, this is really, this is really working for me. And the reader was decent. I don't know who it was, but it was on Bard. So one, zero, three, two, four, one. Thank you very much. And that's it. That sounds good. Yeah. I think you'll like it, Tony. Good deal. Sally Rosenthal. Okay. I have two books. The first one is from Bookshare. It's called Christmas in Blue Dog Valley by Annie England Noblin, N-O-B-L-I-N. This is about a novel about a California veterinarian who gets jilted by her boyfriend, loses her job, and in desperation accepts the job at an animal clinic in a small rural Wisconsin town. And she's hit by culture shock. Um, she shows up in a pencil skirt and heels. But um, by the end of the book, she just falls in love with this town. It's full of quirky people, quirky animals. It's just a feel-good book. Um, I really like it. The second one is The Bookshop Murder, by Marin, M-E-R-R-Y-N, Allingham, A-L-L-I-N-G-H-A-M. I got it from Audible. It's a cozy mystery about a murder in a bookshop. Uh, a 25-year-old woman has inherited a bookshop from her late aunt, and she shows up for work one morning, and there's a body 
in the in the um, aisle, and um, someone is knocking at my door. I'm I'm just going to say it's a great book. Look it up. Okay, Thank you, Sally. thanks, Sally. Uh, let's see, John Bowyer. Hello, hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, All right, the book I am going to talk about as briefly as I can. Normally, I try to put together a report, but this time I didn't get quite that far. Well, anyway, it's called Dixology or Doxology. It's a five-volume book in Braille 23001. And it's by Nell Zink. And... uh, it's basically about three teenagers getting together in New York and forming a rock band and a couple of things come up as uh, they are scraping the monies up to put together this band and make it worth its gold. Anyway, Joe ends up getting a big hit and Pam and Daniel get a big surprise. <clears throat> a little girl. Anyway, this carries on up until 2001-11, September 11. You know what happened that day. Well, Daniel and Pamela take their little girl, and they rush off to D.C. to her parents. And Joe is still there in New York, and his girlfriend has a friend of hers shoot him up, which he was never in favor of any of that kind of stuff. But she says, oh, it's not going to bother you, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it kills Joe. And, of course, Pam and Daniel find out about it later. Anyway, they end up leaving Flora uh, with her parents, and they go back to New York to work. And then Flora eventually grows up, and she gets involved in um, the nature of the world and whatnot and tries to help change the ecology of the world and And then another event comes up that um, throws a curve on everybody, but then the book decides to end. And as I said, it's a book that at first I tried four or five times where I finally said, well, you got to read this book. You've got it. You got to read it. I'm glad I did. I just wish the ending wouldn't have come when it did. Well, that's very interesting, John. Thank you. Thank you, John. Shelly Kane. Okay, I have uh, one book. It's unfortunately, I don't think it's on Bard. I looked under the author last night and I couldn't find it. It's I found it on Audible. I get emails every day with the Audible Daily Deal, and I picked this up a few months ago. It sounded kind of good by the summary, so I grabbed it. It's called The Blood room b-l-o-o-d room and it's by christina with a c hogue h-o-a-g you can probably get it on bookshare as well i rate this book a three out of a five if you're looking just for a little escape for about five and a half hours it's a simple murder mystery um, but there's a lot of twists and turns in there the two main characters are cops police detectives that work in the west l.a police department and their names are Finn and Desi and they're trying to solve this murder. This lawyer was murdered in an, in an alley behind um, this coffee shop and they, that somebody finds them. And of course they're called in and to check it out and see what's happening. And this, this lawyer's name is Sterling and the book just goes on through the, through the, um, the story of him and, and how he, he, he unfortunately got involved 
well, before he was killed, it went to show what he did. And he got involved with a bad entertainment business. And I won't say what it is. I'll let you figure it out if you decide to read the book. But the people in the entertainment business who he was with actually had something to do with the murder. And I won't say who, you know, who, who killed him, but, um, you know, it just, the cops have the story themselves. Uh, one came from Hollywood. She left because she had, I think her partner died. It didn't really say. And then a guy at the, the Hollywood police department bullied her. So she got out and then Finn is the other guy. He came from another one. I forgot where, and he he's now working with her. He actually tried to get her job. He tried to, he, he didn't bully her, but he was stealing cases from her. In the meantime, while she's they're figuring out this murder, Desi kind of goes off on her own because she's getting mad at, at Finn. They're not getting along at first. And he, you know, as I said, he's trying to take her job away and trying to look good in front of the lieutenant and, you know, putting her down. And she actually solves a cold case while figuring out the murder. So, Joni and Liz, I thought this might be for you. I think you guys... Uh, no, it's somewhat, it's a little dark, but you, 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 I think you'd enjoy finding out who actually did it. Good. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Shelly. Sure. Joshua Hendrickson. Hey everybody, can you guys, can you guys hear me? Okay. Oh, we got you. Yep. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to mention several books really quick, but, but I definitely highly recommend all these books. Um, uh, I've got, um, I've been reading, getting into some short story collections lately, and the first one is a Stephen King collection, and this one is, this one is The Bizarre of Bad Dreams. I'm sure a lot of people have read it, but if you haven't, even if you have read it, a reread is worth it. Um, the, the DB number for this one is, it is uh, 83324. That is 83324, The Bizarre of Bad Dreams. And uh, it's one of his uh, 2015, one of his newer short story, well, it was slightly newer short story collections about five or six years ago. I, d I definitely recommend the stories in it. The narrator, Jeffrey Allen, is great. I've really enjoyed, I really enjoyed his, really enjoyed his narration. Um, it, I mean, uh, My Lady One is kind of about a, a creature that looks like an old beat up muddy station wagon, but it's, but, but it actually, it, it actually eats people if they get too close to it which is kind of typical Stephen King, but there's other <laughs> stories that are not, they're not horror scary that I think that are actually very good. And, and um, that, is, that is, that is my first short story collection I want to talk about. And the second, come on, come on, my computer just, uh, um, there is another short story collection I want to talk about by Richard Chismer called, um, called um called the long december um a long december and give me two seconds guys and i'll give you the db number i so regret when i organize my barred books not not sorting them by last name first name by author i really were i really wish i had done that but i didn't unfortunately and um and uh and um the the uh a long December that's read by a gentleman named James Konachek. He's a, he's a narrator that a lot of that a lot of people have not heard of, but um, but yeah, but, but I, def, I, def, I definitely I definitely recommend um, I definitely recommend a long December. Um, it definitely had definitely has some very interesting um, uh, short stories in it. Uh, the the uh, the DB number for that one it is. Nine five eight three zero nine five eight three zero along December, and I've got two more super super fast. Uh, this one uh, last one was recommended. It was recommended to me on D on D review, and this this book was a wonderful Christmas story. And I have to say the it's a it's a DBC book, and I have the uh, DBC number right here for you guys. Um, the author is Janet Kinderly. And the book is called Santa's Angels, and it was uh, Nolan recommended DB review, and it's uh, Santa's Angels. The DBC number is DBC one four three one two. DBC uh, 
DBC, hang on. It is one, four, three, one, two. This is only like a five and a half hour, six hour at the most short, uh, short story. The narrator is wonderful, by the way. She did a, uh, did a very good job. It's about this lady, Janie. Her name's Janie. Uh, the main character, her name's Janie. She's got a little girl named Carrie who was a, this little girl. She's four. She was adorable. Um, uh, and um, she, she is uh, Santa's elf at, uh, at, at, a, at a mall. And the gentleman who plays Santa is a gentleman named his real name. His name is Nick Claus. That's what his real name is, Nick Claus. And he was kind of a playboy. He was a rich guy. He got into a little bit of trouble. So he had to do community service. And he, he didn't want he didn't want anyone to know that he who that, that, that he was Nick Claus because he had to kind of stay out of the uh, limelight and the relationship the relationship that that develops between between the um, between the two people it's a really it's a really cute really very very good story and um, the last one I want to talk about super quick is called um, a Newberry Christmas and it is on Bard I don't have the DB number for this one it's Newberry Christmas. Read, read by Catherine Byers, who does a wonderful job narrating the book. I, she, it's perfect for this. And the Newberry Christmas is a collection of stories and little snippets of um, uh, books, Christmas stories for kids. And it's a really, really good book. I, I, I enjoy that one. And before I go, I just want to mention super quick, uh, if anybody's into very classic literature, I've checked out Samuel Richardson, his name was, and uh, he wrote some of the first novels ever to be considered novels in England. Samuel mm. Richardson wrote a novel, novels, Pamela and Clarissa. They are both on Bard. And uh, if you're into 18th century novels written in the 1740s, right. check out Pamela and Clarissa by Samuel Richardson as well. So thank you very much, guys. And uh, I've, I've been adding a lot of these books cool. to my wish list. Some books I already have in my wish list. So thanks. So this is this has been good. So thanks a and lot. I, and okay. I'll, sec, I'll second that Christmas story that, that takes place. The DBC one he recommended. It's got Josh, angels in the title. Oh, yeah. Santa's Angels, yeah, it yeah, really yeah, good. It, it was good. And I'm gonna, uh, yeah. although I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to agree that the narrator was great, but I mean, it takes place in Texas, and she's got a a, a, okay. a southern drawl. So, yeah, <laughs> I so, can't wait. Uh, yeah, so but but it's okay, and I appreciate the good southern drawl. So there mm. you go. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Thank you, uh, No problem. Uh, Mary Ellen Earl. Okay, very quickly, the Greater Journey by David McCullough. And this is The Greater Journey, uh, Americans in Paris. The talking book number is DB73472. Uh, I highly recommend the audible version read by um, David McCullough reads the first chapter and uh, Edward Herman reads the rest of it. This is the untold story of the Americans who journeyed to Paris from 1826 to 1900. And some of them were Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr., Charles Sumner, uh, Samuel Morse, and many, many more. It, I cannot recommend this book highly enough. It is McCullough's finest book and one of the finest books that I have ever read. And it is a fascinating history of how Paris went from a medieval, dirty, disease-infested town to the city of life, light, and you get to see a different view of the Franco-Prussian War, the War Revolution of 1848, and much, much more. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Mary Thank Ellen. Thank you, Mary Ellen. I'm sorry. Deanna Noriega. Okay. And her um, exuberant dog. Yes. <laughs> well, as, that's why I call him my yellow yo-yo on a leash. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I have read several of the Dresden files years ago. And um, my library sent me <laughs> a whole cartridge of eight Dresden files that I hadn't read. So I was doing a binge reading of Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. And these are um, 
fairly recent ones. Um, the um, Dresden Files are about a wizard living in Chicago. And I got onto that kick because he, Jim Butcher is a, is a Kansas um, independence camp, you know, in, independence, Missouri, near the Kansas border, um, a writer. And so I like to read writers from the state where I'm living, or I like to read about locales where I have been. So that's how I got started on them years ago. And when I moved to Missouri, and so the two I'm going to mention are um, Peace Talks, which is DB99514, and it's a book about a major threatening, looming war between, you know, evil and, and good, and um, how Harry... Harry Blackstone Copperfield Dresden gets involved in the whole mess and tries to uh, keep his sanity and stay alive. He's one of those sort of heroes that's always sort of a little bit bumbling, but has a good heart and he does his best. So um, the final one actually is um, 100842 and it's called Battleground. And it has lots of, of wizardry and lots of fighting and all of that stuff because it's about the big battle that came after the peace talks um, with a titan and various other evildoers destroying Chicago. Um, and um, it ends with a Christmas story, which I thought was kind of um novel it's uh he's trying to put a bicycle together after after all the the dust settles he's um spending christmas with with a good friend with his little daughter and he's trying to put a bicycle together in the middle of the night and he doesn't understand why the instructions have to be in several languages and you know the usual dad doing a christmas thing but of course he's a wizard and um he has a dog that is featured in several of the books from when he got it as a puppy. And the dog is a um, Tibetan temple dog and is about the size of a pony and is extremely intelligent. And he helps by reading the instructions and, and handing the wizard the right pieces. <laughs> So it's 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 kind of a lighter ending to um, some fairly dark fantasy books wow. um, with, you know, good and evil and the good guys, you know, and some of them don't make it and that kind of thing. So if you're into fantasy and wizards in Chicago, you might find them interesting. I had yeah, the TV for the first mm -hmm. one. I'm sorry, I missed the um, first one. It was called Peace Talks. Right. And the DB number was 99514. Thanks. That so was book 16 and then 17 of, read, of the dressing oh, class. I read a lot of those, wow. butcher, those right. butcher books. They were all really good. Who yeah. was the guy that who was the guy that narrated most of them? Uh, Dan, I can't remember his name. Uh, oh. He, he was an APH narrator, I think, but uh, got yeah, canned I, along the way. But uh, yeah, I the, can't remember. Right. But yeah, you know, yeah, the anyway, if all, you like good. if you like swords and, and magicians and and chicago <laughs> you'll not? enjoy these very good yeah all right okay thank you Hannah. thanks let's see i believe i've called on everybody except for myself does that sound right who did i miss anybody who are you Speak now. <laughs> okay Ooh. i i'm gonna be real quick i'm reading a couple of audible books uh one of them is right. it by stephen king yeah. Read, oh, by, yeah. read by Stephen Fry. Uh, 46 hours long, so not for the faint of heart. But a great book. I mean, Stephen I, King, though, yeah. I, I've got ser several books that, I, that I, I don't mind listening to over and over again because not the Stephen stories King. are great. The performances <laughs> are great. So uh, this this is one of them. So uh, it's got a it's got a section that's uh, takes place in 1958 with the uh, 
this clown called Pennywise that's a representative of evil killing a lot of kids and stuff. And then the the group of kids that they call themselves the losers, losers club that, that take him on. And then, uh, 27 years later, they all regroup to, to finish the job. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a, a very good story. And then the other one I'm reading is, uh, it's not great. It's, it's an Oral Roberts book. It's one of these fantasy trilogies. It just came out with the third in the series. It's called the choice. And it, you know, it's, it's got a lot of magic and, uh, uh, good versus evil and stuff. But again, it, 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 it it's not great, but, uh, I've read the first two, so I, I bit the bullet and used an audible credit, and I'm reading the third one. So there you have it. Thrown in the towel. Yeah. So, a lot of good uh, books this time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Banquet is really so good, and, and it's just great. And I, I just thank everybody for coming. And um, I think Deanna said that she likes reading books about places that she's lived and sure. uh, the Recollect book uh, takes place, place in New Jersey. And I'm sorry. He's a great author, Recollect. Yep. Um, I, I was speaking. Oh. Uh, it the book takes place in New Jersey and in Philadelphia, and as many of you know, I come from New Jersey originally. And um, so his books are, although we, it's mostly that he talks about South Jersey, um, but I just love the way he writes. So I, I can't recommend the book that I recommended enough. So anyway, take care, everyone. But Joni, may I ask does anyone for read? Oh, yeah. sure. We have yeah. time. Yeah. I, I just wanted to remind people that the Mystery Book Club is meeting at a different day and time this month. The Newswire did go out this week, but we are meeting on Friday the 23rd at 8 p.m. That's a Friday the 23rd at 8 p.m. because the Mystery Book Club would normally fall on Christmas Day, and it just didn't seem like it was a great time. Right. So, right. so and, we, and we are reading Five Total Strangers. I don't have the exact, but, but look for the Newswire if you're on that list. Just wanted yeah. to Newswire went out yesterday. So, yep, yep, I got so, it. So, so, okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah, and we're, and we're, read next. <laughs> we're discussing The Christmas Train by David Baldacci. At I'm doing Books. that now, Alan. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. On December yes. 20th. 20th. Next Tuesday. Go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, guys. I got to go. My brother's coming. Yep. I got to go. So. My dinner's ready. Okay. Thank you, Joni. Right. Have a good birthday. <clears throat> yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Joni. Bye, everybody. Okay, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Adios, amigos.